Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. We're glad that you're with us for today's encouragement podcast. We at Shepherd's Fold Ministries seek to minister to ministers of all denominations or independent churches of the Christian faith. Our purpose in this encouragement podcast series is to produce encouraging words. Usually we bring podcast episodes around 10 minutes in length, and the reason we do that is we believe that the power of truth, the power of genuine encouragement, is greater than all the discouraging thoughts that one may encounter during the day. So just 10 minutes of genuine encouragement and truth could offset and in fact conquer a whole day's worth that might exist of discouraging thoughts or feelings. Statistics say that discouragement and dropout rates among ministers are rising today, but we believe these words of truth and genuine encouragement could provide a platform that God might just use to lift up a minister today. So thank you for joining us for today's episode. We have, uh, this is actually a part A of a two-part series in which I'm going to play an interview I had with the president of Wheaton College, Dr. Philip Riken. Wheaton College is a Christian university outside Chicago, Illinois, and they're making a great difference for the kingdom of God, and you are going to love this interview. Again, in the idea of keeping our podcast episodes within the 10-minute range. We divided it into a two-part series. So without any further ado, let's get on to this interview with Dr. Philip Riken. Dr. Riken, welcome. We're so glad that you're with us today to be our very special guest. Dr. Riken is the president of Wheaton College in Illinois. Today, Dr. Riken, we're reaching out to ministers, preachers, staff, missionaries, all those involved with vocational work of spreading the message of Jesus Christ. And it's our honor for you to be our special guest. So thank you for joining us for today's episode. Thank you so much, Brent. You're like a modern day Barnabas, and uh, no one needs more encouragement than people that are doing gospel ministry. You know, it's such a great blessing when God gives us shepherds who care for us. Uh, the prophet Jeremiah said, I will give you shepherds after my own heart. And uh, there's hardly a greater blessing that God can give his people than that kind of shepherding care. Amen. Amen. Hey, for our listeners, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so I'm uh, president of Wheaton College. I've served here in that capacity since 2010. I would say my lifelong calling is to be a minister of the gospel. So I was called to pastoral ministry already in college, went to Wheaton, went to Westminster Seminary in Philadelphia, uh, studied overseas for a few years. And then I was 15 years, um, ultimately senior pastor of 10th Presbyterian Church in downtown Philadelphia before coming to Wheaton, where... I am still exercising gospel ministry in a presidential role. Well, we're so thankful for the work that God is doing through Wheaton, and uh, I I thank you for all that you're doing. Hey, I want to raise a couple questions, and let's begin with this one. What comes to mind when I raise the question, why are ministers important? Well, you know, Brent, even what you've said so far, I've got so much to say about it. I think there's always... Uh, significant risk of people called to ministry dropping out because the work is so difficult. I think that's always a challenge that's out there. Um, You know, a lot of perseverance is just not quitting when you feel like quitting because you know you're called to persevere. 
So there, there's always that. But I'm, I'm especially concerned right now, I have to say, um, partly because if you look at the statistics about church closures and church plants, we're, we're barely keeping up. And actually what we need, given the rise in population, we, we need to probably double the number of churches uh, in the United States, or certainly double the number of church plants in the United States. So we really need people to, to persevere in ministry just from that standpoint. But this pandemic's been super tough. And, and I, get a, I get a little bit of a window on that because since I am not in local church ministry right now, I'm a little bit more of a safe place for pastors to vent a little bit. And uh, they don't need to keep up a facade in front of me. I mean, they wouldn't anyway, and they know they wouldn't. But sometimes, you know, it's still tempting to do that. But since I'm not in a local church ministry, uh, they, they share a bit more. And just the polarization that people are experiencing in their congregations politically, people, people frustrated because of what a church is or isn't doing with respect to their, our public health situation. I mean, there is just a lot more discouragement. And there is data now sh- giving alarming, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's alarming. The data I've heard about pastors are thinking about quitting the ministry, you know, like right as soon as COVID ends, they know they can't quit now. They, they've got to mm-hmm. persevere through this. We, we really need to rally around our people in gospel ministry and encourage them uh, in their work. So that, that's all preamble. The question you asked me was around why is, uh, why is ministry so important? Uh, it's a matter of life and death. I, I don't know how to make it any simpler than that. There's an eternal destiny for every soul, an eternal destiny that is dependent upon personal faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, forgiveness of sins through his death, the hope of eternal life through his resurrection. People need that message. They need to be strengthened uh, in, in their commitment to Christ if they've already made that commitment. So it's a matter of life and death, the, the ministry that people, it's a matter of life and death for, for children, for boys and girls that are in, in various kinds of ministry to children, including the life of the local church. It's a, it's, a, it's a matter of life and death for people that are middle-aged. It's a matter of life and death for people that are older and have never made a commitment to Christ. So, um, so, so there's all of that. I mean, just the eternal destiny, you know, Paul, Paul had the logic for it in Romans. He said like, okay, how is somebody going to be saved unless they believe the gospel, but how can they believe the gospel unless they hear the gospel? How are they going to hear the gospel unless somebody actually preaches them the gospel? So, um, and, and that's why Jesus, when he was talking to his disciples and wanted to encourage them in the, in the importance of gospel ministry and proclaiming the gospel, he said, the fields are white under the harvest. Like people are, people by my spirit are ready to come to, to me for salvation, but we need to pray for God to raise up those workers to do that gospel work. I'm glad you mentioned missionaries uh, in your opening um, as well. So all of that is important. And then I'll just say one more thing, Brent, and that is, I, I think, particularly thinking now of pastoral ministry, in the local church, and it would have application in other contexts as well. But I think there's a very special bond between somebody who is called to be your shepherd, ordained, Mm -hmm. set apart by the laying on of hands, who has made sacred vows in ministry. And you have come under that shepherding care, ideally as a member of a local church. And there is such a special bond there. That is something that God really uses in your life in times of discouragement, in times when you need guidance, maybe times when you need a warning or a rebuke. Um, This is the person 
that God has set apart in your life to have this significant life-shaping influence. And I'm not minimizing other um, other influences. I don't want to, as a pastor, say, yes, of course, pastor is the most important calling in the world because I'm a pastor. But I just see again and again, there's a special role in the soul care of the followers of Christ. Um, that's Those are a couple of many, many important reasons, many reasons why gospel ministry is so important. And, and I'll just say, I mean, to anybody listening to this podcast, and I know this is your, we don't even hardly know each other. I know this is your heart. Just to encourage, build people up, say, keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up. Keep keep on in the labor God has given you to do because the world really needs this. And the, there are people that are absolutely counting on you more than, than you realize and more than they realize. Mm-hmm. People counting on you for their spiritual growth and the salvation of their souls. Well, thank you for listening to part A of my interview with Dr. Riken. Here are a couple of clips that you'll hear in part B. One thing that I do, this is just a practical little tip uh, for anybody in ministry. Anytime I get an encouraging word. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pausing because this is, this is emotional for me, Brent. Um, I wish people could kind of see us, you know, face-to-face, person-to-person, but they can, they can hear it over this podcast. Anytime I get an encouraging word, hey, I really appreciated that message. Hey, you probably don't remember this, but like this happened and you were there for me, whatever. Any, any little encouraging word like that, I do two things with it. One is I share it with Lisa Riken because uh, she needs to know that the sacrifices she's making in ministry are worth it. Here's one more clip that you'll hear in part B. Thanks again for listening. But I also want to say this. I believe most of the benefits and rewards of gospel ministry are deferred benefits. So I got a note just to give one example. Um, I got a note a couple weeks ago that meant a lot to me. A kid from my church back in the day who was preparing, maybe he had recently been ordained to gospel ministry and was starting out. And he wanted to, he wanted to let me know about it. He knew that I'd be rooting for him. Wow. He knew that I'd be rooting for him. I think that really describes the minister very well. Okay. Please tune in for that and other great insights in part B of my interview with Dr. Philip Riken.